Good afternoon, guys. Um, I want to talk about a few things today. One, well, they kind of go with each other. Um, I'm going to start with saying that I hope you guys are having an amazing day. And two, I wanted to say that um, I actually had a doctor's appointment today. And I like to log and let you guys know because of, you know, you know, I want you to be able to relate to me. And I, if you don't know, if you haven't been listening to my podcast, I've been dealing with plenty of doctors since I moved back to California. This is about my fifth doctor within the last five months. So it's like almost every month I'm changing or every two months I'm changing doctors. Well, um, my first doctor was more of a spiritual kind of doctor and he kind of, um, kept me on the path of believing that medicine is a form of temporary sometimes and sometimes it's long-term for others. But, um, he kind of just made me believe that I don't have to thoroughly depend on something to make me fully feel completely better because you still have to face life. But, you know, for people who are dealing with doctors, like, for instance, the second doctor after I got after that was extremely discouraging. Third doctor I got didn't want me as a patient because he had too much of a workload. And this just happens in the mental health world. And the fourth doctor I got, which was today, which was a woman because I requested a woman, was um, a little bit frantic already the moment I walked through the door she was like um well what are you what what are your symptoms and I'm like well I'm I'm in the medical field so I know that you should have looked at my old chart prior to all of these doctors that I have seen you should be able to go back and see what I am who I am and what I'm here for I've been taking this medication for six months and you um aren't you don't know who I am like you don't know you don't have my history and um she was just I just you know, it it gets irritating because she's asking me my symptoms again. And for me, that's a big old trigger because she's asking me my symptoms and asking me, are you sure those are your symptoms? And I'm like, I know what I'm feeling. You just asked me what I'm feeling and I'm trying to explain to you what I'm feeling. And then you're telling me, well, then are you paranoid or something? And then I'm like, I'm not paranoid. I'm irritable. Sometimes I get irrational. I get aggravated. I get restless. I get manic. I get stressed and I think too much. And sometimes I can't rest. My brain will race. Then I fall into an episode. And so she's like, oh, okay, so it seems like you have severe bipolar one disorder. And I'm like, yes, obviously, this is what I'm here for. And then so she's like, well, okay, then how is this working for you? How is that working for you? Yes, you know, they go through the full evaluation again, which they shouldn't have had to because she could have just asked me how the medication is working for me, what I feel I need to adjust, what I feel has gotten better over time, what I'm doing to get better, meaning she's supposed to be asking me how I'm doing, like if I'm working out. You want to know if what my food regimen has been like. You want to know what how's my um, support been around me. You want to know if I've been compliant with therapy. You want to know if I've been compliant with uh, going to groups. Anything that's going to help better me down the line when it comes to me getting better. It just goes to show you the reason why I'm kind of trying to start She's Bipolar and Wild to bring an awareness to the things that go on behind closed doors because that that itself will make you realize that you don't want to have to deal with nobody if they're going to continue to badger you for trying to get help and I know um she asked me oh you know what medications and it was a certain medication she brought up and said well I don't we don't really prescribe this medication and I said well I've been taking it for over six to seven years on and off and you can look up my past history pharmaceutical history and see that 
um, because we used to do it in my medical field, look up if um, the patient has had that medication or if the pharmacies have, if they've gotten it from pharmacies already or different things like that. It's ways to generate it, you know. And she's like, well, we can't argue with me, back and forth, arguing with me. And I'm like, well, I've used to do it. So I know that you can. And so then from there, she's like, well, what if I add this medication? And I'm like, I've taken that medication before. It used to make me break out in hives. And this is the process, guys. So it may make you anxious. Um, and then I asked, then she asked me, well, what about um, this mixture? And I was like, I'm not taking that medication. And she said, well, why? I said, because that one makes my throat swell up. And she said, well, it's, it's just a side effect. It's going to make you feel better. I said, if it's a side effect, how is it making me feel better? If it's making me feel worse, I'm not taking that. And it took me time to be able to delegate the different medications that did and didn't work for me. I don't want you to say to somebody, if you are on medication and you go into your doctor's appointments, I don't want you to say like, oh, you know, this is just for my advice, guys. I am not a doctor. I am not a therapist. This is just from my experience, as I say so many times. Don't um, take every word that I say serious. This is just my living experience. But as I said before, I personally um, would say um, do not go and just cuss the doctors out because it's a medication you don't want to take. But learn about the medications that you have taken in the prior time to be able to understand what you cannot take for your body and to be able to understand what your body can and cannot handle. And then she said, well, can you take these two medications? And I said, well, I can't take those two medications mixed together. Why? Because I knew that it causes hallucinations. It causes your mind to go a certain way. And those medicines don't correspond in each other with each other. She said, well, I've had a PhD and out of all my years, out of all 10 to 15 years, I've never had, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Sertaline. I mean, if you guys have heard of, um, was it Zoloft and um, Seroquel? And for me, it's not a good mixture. It just wasn't a good mixture. I think I put on with the Seroquel almost 40 pounds um, as soon as I got home. And then it was causing me to eat. It was causing me to have um, hallucinations. And then they added the Zoloft, which wasn't corresponding to it. And so I was explaining to her, and she's like, in all my years, I've never had that happen. In all my years, I've never had that happen. It usually works for people. And I'm like, well, in all my years, I'm not going to sit back and let anybody just tell me if after everything that I'm just going to take this medication. So then she just went back to say, okay, well, and that's another thing too, is I don't want to be on medications. I want to be on two medications, call it a day. And if it helps, it helps. And eventually down the line, if I get a little bit more help, and I can eventually go more natural. That's the place I want to go to. So I also want to speak on, um, like, that was just my experience. So I just want you guys to know that you are going to go through doctors that are assholes. You're going to go through doctors that are discouraging. You're going to go through doctors that swear that they know what you are when you know what you feel. So my advice to you is that when you are in those emotions or in those triggers or you have those side effects, any side effect, when you're using the bathroom too rapidly, anything, when it comes to a new medication, write it down. Write it down. Write down what you're feeling when you are feeling down. Write down what you're feeling when you're taking medication. Write down what you're feeling when you go to these therapy sessions. Everything because you have to think. I always say I always feel as I don't have as much as a voice. And I know there's people out there that feel the same way. So your voice is on that pen and paper to be able to express the things that you need to be able to get by the people who feel as if they got four and five degrees but can't even. You see the point of 
what a doctor can do is like we're like hamsters and this is what one of the doctors I used to work for told me he told me that we're like hamsters you like or not like hamsters like you know how they do testing on people all they can do is test to see what's going to work for you we're guinea pigs that's what it is guinea pigs and if that medication isn't working then they give you another medication another medication that medication doesn't work then another medication okay boom they learn from a specific dialogue and books there that's what they abide by that's how they study that's how they diagnose that's how they get their codes so if this matches their specific code in the book that they've been studying, then that's how they diagnose you. So if you say I have tightness in my chest, I have headaches, I have this, I have that, that's going to go to a code that's going to say anxiety, da 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 da, and or PTSD with a mixture of anxiety and a mixture of this, 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 and it's all coded. And then um, that's how they learn is by the book. Is by the book. And so when you're telling them, just like I said, if you go back to what I just said a moment ago, she said, so what, what are your symptoms and what are my symptoms is so she can code what my diagnosis is. And, um, that's all they're doing. So you have to think that, you know, it's the process is so frustrating because they're down there just people asking us questions to, from a book that they learned from. You know, so when you educate yourself on the things that are going on with your body and the things that are going on with your mind and the things that your regimens, then you're able to express yourself into people who try to downplay you mentally and believe that just because you have mental health that you don't know what the hell is going on in your mind. So don't let people do that to you. Don't let them dumb you down and make you feel you can't do anything because you have mental health. If anything, it's expanding to help us more with our mental mind. OK, and so I wanted to share my experience with that and tell you that. Don't undermine your own intelligence because of your mental health. You stay sturdy and you stay strong. You don't have to be disrespectful, but you can stand up for yourself. And that's something that I had to learn and I have been learning for the past few days. Um, I also, so as I was saying, like, you can't let them make you feel undermined and believe that you don't know what you're talking about. And see, I'm an intellect, so I'm very, I study everything. And I hate when people try to make me feel as if I don't know what I'm talking about. I took six to seven years to actually get sturdy on some medication and me actually feel a little bit better. And I'll be damned if anybody makes me feel that I'm not right about the feelings that I've been feeling when I've been feeling the same feelings for almost seven years now consistently. So I want to say that, <clears throat> you know, don't be intimidated by them because of their little bitty papers that they hang on the wall, okay? And be I'm not downplaying any doctors if any doctors may listen to me because there's amazing doctors out there. It's one doctor, the first doctor I got when I got back from California is the reason why I will never give up on mental health. And I know there are millions of doctors out there like that. So you may get a few five or six bad eggs, but I know that you're going to find somebody better. So don't think that I'm saying when I say that, well, with their little bitty pieces of paper, that there aren't people with their big pieces of paper that worked really hard for what they believe in. And they are amazing to the mental health world. So don't take what I say and believe that everybody is just evil in this mental health world, because that's not true. You have good nurses, you have good doctors, you have good surgeons, therapists, social workers, you have good people around you. You have a like somebody like me who's an advocate and actually believes that there are good people, even with every single bad experience I've been having for the past five months and in the past 
five years prior to that with on and off doctors and situations like that. So I just want you to stand up and have a voice. I don't want you to be rude or mean to anybody. I don't want you lashing out. I don't want you being angry because this is a process and it may be for some time. Um, I also wanted to talk to you guys about um, what you believe in and how you believe things. Uh, we're in a generation right now where everybody feels as if you know, you're supposed to follow a certain spirituality, a certain form of healing, a certain form of anything to make them defined on who they are, what they believe in. If you take medicine, then that's okay. Like some people don't believe in medicine because we're in a natural holistic era right now. But people believe that you can just heal yourself. And I do feel there are forms of healing, but sometimes we may need a little bit of assistance. And although there are people who can do natural full on healing, their um, symptoms and certain things may not be as severe. And that's one thing we have to understand. And even if you listen to certain teachings and certain people that talk about the subconscious mind and talk about um spiritual and mental uh, mental health, they even state that be able to recognize when you may be forming an addiction to things or when you are just doing things to pacify certain things and you're not doing anything to grow from it. Um, I think that we are so forceful to people on how we feel about what they should be doing with their medicine regimens and how they should be living their lives and what they should be doing to where people don't even want to express themselves. And I'm starting to notice that people are intimidating and they are pretty mean when it comes to when you say, I take medicine and I go to therapy. And that's cool. I've done both. I've lived both lives and I like all of it. There's not one specific thing I don't like. I like therapy. I like my, I like my medicine regiment and I like it at a small dose, the smallest dose. And I like it to where I'm in control of my own mental mind still. I like spirituality. I like meditation. I like some natural healing and I'm working on doing my best to get to that point. But don't feel bad when people tell you that you're living a certain way and you shouldn't be. Don't feel bad when you see, like I've just seen a post and this is why I stated it and somebody was playing, you know, just something simple about eating meat um, and how it messes with the mental mind and how it causes mental disorders and all of these different things. And it's like, okay, I get it. You know, every, I, I don't believe in harming anything or anyone, but everybody does not have the funds to be vegan or have the money to be able to live a certain type of lifestyle or to be able to abide by a certain type of diet or to be able to pay for certain type of things. So live in your means, you know what I mean? And do the best with what you can. And if you are going to doctors, if you are eating a certain way, then okay. You know, just try in your best way to be able to improve yourself. Don't live up to anyone else's standards onto how they feel that you should live your life, how you should live your life with your religion, how you should live your life when it comes to your medicine, how you should live your life when it comes to um, in general, you know. So I just kind of wanted to state that because I see that people are a lot more afraid to speak on the fact that they want a little bit more help when it comes to a doctor, but everybody makes them feel like you can you can pray these things out. And I was being told that for so long. That's why I was going, and that's why I'm speaking on it because all of last year I was being told like you're fine, just go to church. You're fine, just go to church. And I love church. I love TD Jakes. I listen to him as much as I can. That's that's my dog. And I was raised in church, so 
I thought that, you know, maybe that would help, but I needed a little bit more help. I needed a little bit more of a push. I needed a little bit more of a regimen. I needed a little bit more of a direction. I needed it to be structured. And that helped me to get focused and to stay on a better regimen, even though it may seem as if we fall backwards a few times, we are getting better when we're moving forward. And on top of that, as long as you let people deplete your mind and deplete your mind, excuse me, and make you believe what they believe, then you're not getting better and you're not healing. You're trying to heal for them. You're not healing for yourself. You're not doing what you need to do for yourself. So key points of what my subjects were on today were when dealing with doctors, Don't get discouraged when you get a few bad eggs, which you can go to my prior episodes and I speak about it a lot. Don't get discouraged when you get bad eggs. Um, Be able to write down the the symptoms that you have. Be able to um, write down the moods. Even when you're in the moods, find the strength when you're depressed and laying down sad. Just write it down how you're feeling everything so you can express that because they will try to tell you how you're feeling. And I'm telling you, it's frustrating. Don't give up if they challenge you. And that does not mean to be mean. And as I said, I am not a doctor, guys. I'm just a normal person. And this is my experience and my opinion. Don't challenge them if you want a good result. You just have to be able to enunciate what you're trying to get across to them. So they'll understand that you're serious about getting help and healing yourself. Three, um, make sure that you are watching the med- your reactions to medications also i wanted to bring that up don't just deal with certain side effects because they said it's going to be certain side effects i'm not i personally can't handle my throat closing up just for two to three weeks and then it, then i'm back to normal i can't do that so um for i just want you guys to be confident when it comes to healing because we got this and i'm i'm gonna push for us regardless and um may seem like you know it's hard right now But we're going to do what we need to do to change the stigma and push for people to be heard the proper way. And don't be discouraged by any experience that you have with a nasty person and dealing with that you may have to deal with in the medical field. And take heed to that one or that nurse and that doctor, those sweet people, because there are good people in this medical field. So if you feel you want to get discouraged sometimes and not even want to do it, just remember there are a few good eggs out there. Four, don't let anybody's spirituality, religion, or anything sway you to believe that you should not get help for yourself and help yourself the way you want to help yourself. And that's all. That's the key points for the day. All right. I love you. Um, remember to have that trust, peace, and harmony. Go ahead and follow the She's Bipolar and Wild page. You know, hashtag She's Bipolar and Wild all together as one word. And, you know, send me voice messages if you have opinions. And I'll do my best to, you know, touch on them in my, you know, we can always, I don't get offended. I just always want to hear other people's perspective so I can see, you know, where, other, how, if people feel the way that I do or even feel differently, you know, and like I said, be respectful to the medical field, um, to the good people that are in it because I am in the medical field, uh, well, medical assistant, but still help in some way. And my mom's a nurse, my aunt's a nurse, my sister's, um, a medical administration, my aunt's a nurse as well. And, um, my other aunt is a nurse as well. Um, and so I love the medical field. I respect the medical field. And, you know, you just have to find the people that are going to be supportive of you. So, yeah, once again, guys, I'll talk to you later. I love you. Bye.